Welcome to another installment of Money You Should Ask. I'm your host, Bob Wheeler. In this episode, we're going to continue to explore, question, examine, converse, dig deep, explore, laugh, and cry about the money beliefs, money blocks, and the life challenges of our next guest, who is still Jamie Kaler due to a writer that says I have to do two episodes or have the show canceled. Well, I drove over the hill. You did. Here, and I didn't want to do just, what, 30 minutes. But I, you know, it was great because the first episode I felt like we covered uh, me and my history and stuff. Yeah. And then I feel like this episode, we're going to, because we talk about oh, we do. the two of us. We do. Because you're the money man. Yeah. I'm the hosty actor guy. And right. together, we're going to go off and help people save money. Save money. And one of the things that you, when we were talking about the other day, uh-huh. which it's so basic, you did all this research and boiled it down to. Oh, my my, my, my little yeah. things about uh, the. the my, Spend my, less my, than. Yes, my financial. Well, you know, it's funny. I studied finance three yeah. years. And this is. this Now, listen, this. This may go over a lot of people's heads because this is a formula that – I mean if you follow this, you will have financial security for the rest of your life. But it's very hard to follow and you have to follow the math of it. It's very complicated and, and hopefully you people know calculus and algebra and, and geometry and all this rest of the stuff. But the formula, is, it's stated it, – it goes like this. It's called uh, spend less than you earn. Yeah. Did, I, I'm not sure if yeah. everybody – some people but, are probably but, like, what is he talking about? Right. But what if some people have to spend a certain amount? Right. Right. And so there's a corollary okay. to that theory. Right. Um, for some people, they go, I, "That's impossible. I cannot spend less than I earn." Right. And for those people, um, the the other formula is called "earn more than you spend." Oh, that's cool. I like that. Yeah, it's tricky. That one. I'm going to write those down. You should. It's going to be hard to remember that. It's complicated. It is and complicated. Most people who see it, they don't. They go, "I don't. I know what you're saying." Right. But I was told. That I could buy that jet ski for no money down for 12 yeah. months, and uh, I mean I do owe 4700 on it, and I only jet ski like two weekends a year. But it looks cool. It looks awesome. I look amazing. I don't even live near a lake, yeah. but I was told I could get this for no money down for a year, so why – why wouldn't that I? Totally makes, makes sense. sense. Makes sense. I mean, the trailer's an extra twenty seven hundred. Yeah, but, but it's something. Worth it. I mean, come on, it's a jet ski. It's sort of like a frame. It makes Lake Havasu. Let's yeah. do it. Let's do it. See, that's I. Uh, I was in a I was in a um, electronics store, mm-hmm. and I had spent like about eight months trying to decide which TV to buy <laughs> because I didn't want to. How I do it? I didn't want to overspend, and I didn't I did want the. Te- oh, I got the four K. Mm, no, worth every I, penny. I'm standing there. This couple, they're also looking at TVs, and they were having a sale, and they were looking, and they go, oh, my God, if we buy the TV now, we'll save $3,000. Yeah, let's just put it on the card. And they spent like 6000 and I was having a heart attack. How did they save 3000 Because it was on sale. So they got like 30 or 40% off of the seven. They still forked out a bunch of money, but they didn't even fork out money. They put it on a credit card, and by the time they paid the 21 or 29% interest, they've actually probably paid $20,000 on their freaking $4,000 TV that they saved. Do do people wonder why credit cards, their home, is in the state of Montana? (laughs) Because that state allows the highest highest interest rate, where like New York, there's certain – they're called usury laws or something, right, where it's called – Basically legalized loan shark. It is. So in Montana, whatever the, the government there has set up, 
they have allowed it to go to 27%. I've seen some, some as high as 29. Yeah, where it's yeah. insane. But do you know most people, when I'll say, so my clients will say, oh, I think I'm in credit card debt or I need help organizing. I'll say, well, what, what do you pay in your credit? What are your rates? I don't know. I said, well, no, every month when you get your statement, it actually tells you that yeah. you're paying. Oh, my God, I didn't know I was paying 24%. I know exactly what my rates are. Yeah. There's zero. Yeah. Because I, I have <laughs> no credit card debt, nor have I ever. I have paid it off every month. So do, every well, month. I I've know never you have American Express. I have yes. my American Express. That's all I, have. I got. I haven't even – I have used my points a couple of times to fly, although when you use the points to fly, then you're not as important as when you – Hold the points. Right. Because when I have my silver platinum or whatever the thing yeah. it is, they give me like top treatment. And then the minute I cash in, they're like, get to the back of the line. We'll throw you a water maybe. I had never used a point Ugh, until I got married. Painful. And I didn't know it, but my wife found my points. <laughs> of course she did. So she booked, <laughs> uh, she booked our honeymoon. But to be fair, we had a week in Maui. Um, I would have never used them because I'm like, I'm saving them for it. But she, she was right. She used them. And so I used all my points. We had a free week in Maui. That was our honeymoon. And it turned out fantastic. They are there to be used. They are there to be used. But this is sort of – we were talking about this too. I have so many gift cards in my wallet because I'm afraid to spend it because I might need it later. And and one of them is actually starting to crack. I'm starting to (laughs) – but here's – I'm older than you. I think I might have learned with gift cards the trick is to use them immediately. Yeah. The next time, or even if you're going to that store, try to find something you need because they are counting on you never using you, that gift card. So the gift card, I don't agree with you. I think no, I, I know. think you I, should use them immediately. You should, but here's here's the reason I don't is I have to buy a. Spe- I can't just buy like a paintbrush at Home Depot. I need to buy like a tree that I can name after my sister or my niece. That, you're and telling so me can, that gift card has to have a it meaning. Has, yeah, it has to have a special. <laughs> So I have to like All right. like I can't You're just go have than a, I, am. I can't just have a meal. I have to like it has to be a special meal. And so I keep waiting. I used okay, <laughs> I used to be like that. I was so similar to you and then I came to the conclusion because all of a sudden I went through some old drawer and I found a bunch of gift cards that never got used and I was like, "Well, that was stupid." And so I reached a point I went the opposite way and I said, "As soon as I get a gift card, I I use them." I always love when you buy a phone and they go, "Hey, $200 rebate. It's in a gift card." It's very complicated. You have to fill out seven forms. Yeah. We filled them out. Kate never got hers. I got mine, and I went and used it immediately. And I don't – I forget what I used it on, but I, I got it, and I was like, F you, phone company. I'm spending this because they are count- – how many of those yeah. gift cards do you think actually get used on those reboots on those phones? Oh, probably – Less than 50%? Yeah, probably only about 30%. It was the in. hardest form I ever filled out, man. It was crazy. Yeah. It was like taking a driver's test. And you're like – and they make it so tricky because they deliberately – you have to take the receipt. You have to cut off the box top. You have to put the whole thing together. You have to you take a f- picture by the Statue oh, of Liberty God, that you have insane. to – Yeah. Blood. It's crazy. No. I, I got a couple hundred from the cable company for switching. When I called to say, hey, I never got, never got my card, they were like, oh, well, you didn't go through the 800 right. steps. And I just went, ugh. That's what, and he's like, ha, 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 ha. Ah, we won. We won. It, it's like the insurance companies where they just they go, we don't care. Just deny the first claim. Yeah. Make them claim twice. We just had that we have a PayFlex account, right? So some of the money comes through my wife's uh, company. Right. That they give her a certain amount. It's in a PayFlex account that you can use for insurance. And so we we were submitting stuff for the kids or something. We went on some 
uh, some allergist or something. I forget what we went on, but we submitted and they were like, uh, denied. <laughs> and you're like, what? Why? And so I had to go back. It was hours of work. Right, hours. You got to go back. They need an itemized receipt. But here's the problem. Sometimes you see it because all of a sudden there's a huge scam. There's so right. much fraud yeah. from people who are setting up a uh, OxyContin lab in Florida. Yeah. When they're like, oh, how? I can't believe this town only has 600 people in western Pennsylvania, and yet this one clinic there just sold a billion prescriptions of OxyContin. Very so popular. Cra- <laughs> it's so crazy of those 500. Well, no. Yeah, it's nuts, man. So to, that's, their, that's their mindset to go like, well, it's because of fraud that we have to then jam you up. Right. And then they make us – and then we pay because we don't – Yeah. And the head of the insurance company gets a little buyout for $340 million. Why, how does that work again? Why do you – why did you deserve $340 million? But see, things are – all right. So this just happened to me today. So I was closing out a Wells Fargo business account and mm-hmm. apparently it had two cents left in it. They are supposed to close it, two cents left in it. Mm-hmm. I just got an overdraft notice that I owe five dollars and ninety eight cents. Mm-hmm. So I called the bank, and I said, "Hey, look, I just Wells Fargo. By the way, I said I noticed that you guys overdrafted me. I closed out that account. I guess there was a misunderstanding. You guys left two cents in it." And the guy goes, "Yeah, I'll be happy to close it out. So how do you want to transfer the six dollars in to cover the or transfer in the five dollars and ninety eight cents?" I said. Can you look at my other bank accounts? I have money in the bank. I actually use your bank. I give you a lot of money, and they're like, yeah, and when you give us $5.98, we'll close out your savings account. <laughs> Did you give it to him? No. Okay, so I I'm going to go in and scream at the bank. I lost my mind with Wells Fargo, dude. So we uh, – this is actually – this is a good intricate story of we added on to the house. Right. $150,000. We opened a home equity loan Ugh. to build on to the house. So we opened one hundred fifty grand. And um, we started paying it down, and then we we have a mortgage, and so what we were going to do was merge them. Wells Fargo was like, "Why don't you just take that and put it and put them together?" Right. Um, oh, I remember this. This is magic. This is magic. I remember this. This is a great story. Oh my god! And so we go to merge it together, and I go, I go, I guess I could just pay it off. I could take some of these, which is what we're talking about in the taxes. Right. And so. I talk to them and they go, it's easy. It'll just go straight in. It'll just merge together. It's easy. You'll pay a little upfront fee, but you'll save it all at the end. Or I go, okay, great, whatever. And so we go through this whole thing. It takes months. Every week I get a phone call from the woman. She goes, <sighs> uh, I go, is everything all set? She goes, everything's in. It's all set. We got everything we need. You know, then all of a sudden four more emails. We need this. We need this. You, this was you. Yes, this oh, was this me. That's totally why I remember. You. This is the greatest. And yeah. so she goes, uh, we need this. We need this. We need this. A week later, you got everything you need? Everything. This goes on for months. And Bob is the one sending all my taxes over and all my information to these people. (laughs) So finally it comes time to set the – it sets the loan. And I go into her and she goes, oh, they did have to – they had to charge you 900 extra bucks. I go, what for what? And they go, everything was late. Everything came in late. 900-buck charge. And I go, I'm not paying that. Bank picks it up. I don't care. I'm not paying that. Explosion! Like I lost my mind with her. I go, I'll, I'll walk out right now. This loan's gone. So she knows she's been working on this thing for months. She is going to lose her commission. Everything's gone. I go, I'll walk away right now. I'll cash out my savings and I'll pay this loan off. I don't care. Not hurting me. Oh, be- the reason because the home equity loan had a the interest rate was uh, variable, so it was rising. Even though our mortgage rate was locked in at three point seven five, our interest rate. On the home equity, all of a sudden, the last year, interest rates were going up, so our monthly fee was going up. And I was like, well, let's, so we, that's why we went to merge them. Yeah. So we go to merge them. There's a huge fight. I talk to the bank guy. I go, I, 
so she brings the manager over. I go, I, I'll cancel this loan right now. And you know what I'll do? I have a podcast. I have this. I'll write this story. I, I'm going to write a story that destroys this bank in Studio City, and I'm going to try to get it out to every every media outlet I can get. I am going to eviscerate you. I don't know if you know what I do for a living. I'm a comic. I, I, I'm a, this is what I do. I'm going to eviscerate this bank. And the dude is like, oh, whatever. I mean, you have to pay for this thing. And I go, okay. He calls, they call me like a day later and they go, uh, it actually took weeks. It took weeks. And they go, we're, we're going to pick up. We're, we're going to pay for that. And I go, yeah, you're damn right you are. I go, I told you this. And they blamed you. They blamed you. They said my accountant was late with his stuff. And I said, well, you told me all these times. You said all this stuff was in. I said, it's on you. So finally, it's very touch and go at the bank. Like I go there to cash other checks. and every, I mean it's, it's kind of scary at the bank because they're, I think they're terrified of me. I'm afraid of them. I don't know what's happening anymore at the bank. So we all make amends. We kiss and make up. The mortgage goes through. We lock in the rate. And um, some Friday night, my wife and I are going to dinner, and the mortgage person goes, hey, I'm, I'm there. I'm near you. Can I come over so you can sign all the paper? You know, the – while you're 3,000 stacks of paper. No, we haven't gone out yet. Oh, okay. So she comes over, and I start signing, which is – I mean, it's 100 signatures easily. Yeah, yeah. And so my wife's like, come on. We're trying to get to dinner. We're trying to get to dinner. We get to, like, signature 78 on this page, and I go – and I'm I'm pretty – and my wife's like, just sign everything. And I go, uh, no. Uh, do you know how – you know what this is all entailing? This is not worth – I mean, it's not worth a reservation at CPK. What are you talking about? Yeah. So I'm going Read what you sign. Everything – Line by line. And so the woman, we get to like page 78. I've, she's been there for 45 minutes. I've signed everything. We get to one page, and, and I go, what is this for? And she goes, oh, that's, um, that's the arm. That's the variable interest rate that will take effect 10 years in. What, what's the type of loan where yeah. it's locked, a locked interest rate for 10? Right, fixed, and then it goes to variable. At 10, it goes to arm. variable. And mm-hmm. I go, well, I don't want that. I'm at 3.75 on my total. What, what she wanted me to do was take my entire mortgage – which is hundreds of thousands of dollars, merge it with this tiny little home equity loan, give up my 3.75 in 10 years. On the home I, mortgage. On the home mortgage. That you already have. That I already have, where I don't know where the bank loan is going to be in 10 years. Right. And I said, I'm not, I'm not doing that. What are you, insane? And she goes, oh, I'm, what? I thought this was all set up and whatever. And I go, I, go, I never said anything about having a variable <laughs> interest rate. I said I thought it was going to be locked in for the entire 30-year mortgage. I call the woman from the bank. She goes, well, you, you told me you were going to probably sell the house within six years. I go, probably. I don't, I don't know where I'm going to be in six years. I'm going to be alive. I might be. I might have faked my death and be up in Portland, Oregon, working at a craft brewery. I don't know what's happening. And I want to pay 3.75. I want 3.75. No matter what. So I, I talk, on her, talk with her on the phone for a while. I go, I'm out. 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 The woman who's over there having me sign the paperwork goes, and here's what's funny. Years ago, I would have been like, oh, no, I'm, yeah, I guess I did sign. I guess I did say that. Right. I think oh, I better do it. We're kind of badgered in this life to go, oh, yeah, no, the bankers know best. Everybody knows best. They know better than I do. They, of course. Well, right. I, mean, I probably will sell it within six years, and I probably would have signed it, you know? Right. But I'm at a point in life where I'm like, not a chance. And so the mortgage woman, uh, she lost her commission. They lost everything. I let the whole mortgage go, and then I went to the bank the next day, and I said, I'm, I want – I have investments with Wells Fargo investors, and I sold all of that the next – a week later, and I just paid off the entire home equity loan in one fell swoop. And the woman to this day is like – every time I go to the bank, I'm like, hey, how are you? <laughs> I wave to her. She's like, oh, hey. And I go, uh, 
Because she did. I mean, she worked hours and hours and hours, and they put this whole mortgage thing together. But people forget that they can just walk away. Right. So there's a lot of presum- there's a lot of assumptions it's like a and car presumptuous. Sale. You're yeah. like, oh, I, I wasted eight hours of this guy's day. I'm not going to sign. Sometimes now, you know what I want to do? I, I haven't really done it, but I just want to go to I want to go to car dealerships, and I just want to look at cars and then agree to one. Just spend the whole day there, and then just and then at the end go just have the pen on the paper and go. You know what? I've changed my mind. <laughs> Wouldn't that be awesome? <laughs> that would be funny. So I felt it empowered me in a way that I had never felt before. Yeah. By and it was almost this cathartic fork in the road of life to go like you don't have to. And for people who are listening to this, I think it's so important. You because don't have to. You don't have to. Yeah. At the end of the day, it's like. Who cares how much time? That's their job. They spent right. all this time. And if, if they're doing – and people get shady. Come on. My right. father sold cars his whole life. I right. know. He he true-coded people. Sure. He totally true-coded people. Yeah, of course. And so I reached this point. Where I was like, I'm not signing this. And the woman come to the house, and it was this awkward like – she was like – she kind of got up, put all the papers back into her briefcase, and slowly walked out thinking I was going to be like, no, no, it's okay. I'll sign it. And I was like, see you later. Slammed the door in her ass as she went out, and I was like – Never saw her again, and I did not sign that mortgage. Did you guys make it to the restaurant? Oh, we did make it to the restaurant. <laughs> okay. And I thought that was, the, that was the most important part of the story is that we uh, you know, try to make it to reservations on time because yeah, the restaurant's a, trying to keep an order. Do you know what I mean? They got, they got tables to fill. Yeah, but that was true. And that was from you, and I, I remember lit that. them up. But see, I think most people – and I, I, I don't think you can say it enough. Most people think that, well, they've wasted – they've put That's all right. this time in, so I now am obligated to go through. They – they absolutely feel an obligation, yeah. and the truth is you should not yeah. because it's your money. It's your money. And people, they're just so it's, – it's, it's human nature to feel, to feel bad to, to, cut, to pull the plug, but you should. Well, it's interesting because especially with a loan and you're signing 100 pages, yeah. and of course now DocuSign even easier so you don't even have to read right. a thing. And most – they're just sort of like, come on, come on, come on, come on, come on, come on. Well, they also – they go, you're going to lose – if we don't lock this interest rate in by tomorrow, you're going to lose it. Right. And I go, okay, well, maybe that's what my wife always says. She goes, if we don't buy this, like we're in a store, and she goes, there's only one left. I go, if it's meant to be, it'll still be there tomorrow. Think See, about it. See, that's what I I go back the next day. Like I, go back I the don't next day. buy I don't in the it, moment ever. I mean, unless it's like you know a hamburger. Very I, seldom. I I, I got to come back, and if it, and they'll go, it might not be here. I'm like, well, then it's not there. That's what I say. I go, it's, it's not, not there. there. I guess I, I guess, guess you I sold did. it. Yeah. And I always I always go, but my guess is another one will show up. Yeah, I'm pretty sure you got one in the back. Yeah, uh, I mean, I'm you know I'm the biggest smartass with people of like, yeah. I'm just don't put up with that crap. But it's you know, but it's interesting too. I mean, they feel in t- my experience, like the banks and stuff, they want you to you know we put all this time and you got to do this stuff. But they also, when it comes down to to actually <clears throat> caring about customer service and stuff, they don't really care. They don't care. Because I was thinking when you were talking about the Wells Fargo thing, and I was laughing actually at the comedy store, we switched we switched banks to City National, who we love, and um, we were at Union Bank, who originally gave Mitzi a loan to help buy the building, mm-hmm. and there had been some changeover, and they were having some real problems at the bank, mm-hmm. and we probably had at the time, you know, maybe there was like fifty thousand dollars in the bank. There were five bank accounts, and I walked in and I said, um, "I'm going to close all these accounts." Figuring they might say, oh, did we did you, were you not happy with the bank? Did you? They're like, OK. Bob, we're going to close these accounts. Yeah. I'm like, yeah. I'm closing everything. And they go, OK. I that's what I threatened with Wells Fargo. <laughs> they didn't care. And they didn't care. They were didn't going care. to. Yeah. They, and, and so part of me 
and I was I got home that night after I threatened them and said I'll close all my accounts, I'll move everything out. I got home with Kate and I said, God, I hope this works out because I really don't want to move those accounts. I know it's just a lot of work. I've threatened, but that I was going to do it. And Kate's like, You're really going to do it, aren't you? And I said, Yeah, I'm really on this one. I am going to do it. And I'm I had already started drafting the letter. I was going to write this letter. I was going to share it on social media and just blah. And you know what? You know what's funny? Um, within a few weeks, Wells Fargo, all that. They got in serious charges because yeah. it was for home. It was for their home equity loans. That's right. They got blasted after me. So, and I went back to the bank and said, "Hey, it's you. It's not me." I said to that, <laughs> I lit that woman up. They love you at Wells Fargo. Goes, I don't need to go to that branch anymore. I go to another branch. <laughs> They're probably very happy Luckily, that there's a branch like every five blocks. There are. They yeah, are, yeah. and they have nice. Colors. She was nice too. I mean, I really liked her, and I, I even told her later. I said, "Look, I don't blame you. It's the bank. I get it." I get it. Yeah. But I, well, but they the, hate me there. But the thing, you know, I was trying to do my, I was trying to change over my alarm system mm-hmm. and the other day and uh, they told me, look, we'll just do it over the phone, but then somebody needs to just come out. It's the same equipment, nothing. Then they come out and they're like, well, you actually have to make now another appointment. And I'm like, okay, well, that's screwed up. That's effed up because I'd already made plans. You told me this and that. So mm-hmm. then I said, all right, fine, we'll do it. We'll do it in the morning. I'm going to be here such and such a date. They're like, great. Then they call me and go, great. We'll see you for between three and five in the afternoon. And I called him back. I go, that's not what I said. And the guy goes, well, um, you know, you have to be there from three to five. I said, it's the same equipment. Nothing needs to happen. You can do a switch. And he goes, um, so I take it you're canceling the appointment. I go, you're damn right. <laughs> and I slammed the phone. He didn't care. He didn't care. You know what I've done now? I used to. I mean, here's the trick. You can't swear. You can't. They'll, they can immediately hang up if you swear. Oh, so IRS ever, agents hang up on me all the time. Don't swear. Yeah. Do not swear ever. <laughs> but I'm I am uh, a manipulator with with the voice. So I yeah. always – I'll just talk to somebody else. I'll keep going up the ladder. Yeah. And I'll wait. And I have the earbuds, so I'll do stuff around the house and just be – they go – I'll be on the phone for two hours. I don't care. I'll just do stuff while – and I go, oh, oh, you're back. Okay. And then I'll just go back and light people up. But I mean, you know, sometimes I get justice and sometimes I don't. Sometimes I. But you still get to feel good because you advocate for yourself. She hears the whole thing from the other room. She's like, "Really? Was that worth it?" I go, "Yeah, that was totally worth it." it. The same way parking three blocks away from the valet stand. Totally worth it. Totally worth it. It's. You just laugh because I just got the parking spot right in front of me. I know. I was like, "That's amazing! You got a parking spot right on Sunset." That's believe it. That's cool. Yeah. No, it's. I yeah. I I just sometimes want to win. Because they don't care. Do you? Let me ask you this. Because now that we're older, I feel maybe it's going through experience. But I remember buying my first car, and I had such. I got home and I couldn't sleep that night. I had panic attack, and I tried to bring it back the next day. And the guy was like, "It was like a Nissan Sentra." I bought. I, I, I'm sure I got raped. Yeah. You know, he. I. I remember buying a LoJack for my Nissan Sentra, where I was like, "Yeah." Uh, and where now nobody I look was going to steal go, it. Yeah. And I go, "Jesus, no. nobody's taking him about." Yeah, it's a Nissan. LoJack in the car. Yeah. And he's like, "Yeah, you need a LoJack, man. It's L.A." And I go, oh, "Okay, I yeah. have a LoJack then." <laughs> and so and your now, friend said, "It's a Nissan." <laughs> yeah. I mean, the other thing is, I mean, there was no internet back then, so right. like my brother-in-law still sells cars, and he goes, "It's terrible now, man." Like my father, he could he they they came in like mice into a trap. They yeah. could they didn't know what which way was up to buy a car, right. and nowadays. My brother-in-law says when people come in, they are armed to the teeth with information. Yeah. They know everything. Yeah. And they walk in, and it's basically the negotiation process is is 30 seconds of like, I would like that car. I'll offer you this. Yeah. And they go, okay. 
because there's no other recourse, really. You can't. They try to negotiate, and it's so funny because you're like, dude, I'm, I'm looking online. I can drive out to Corona and pick out the same car. I'm right. not. Why would I buy it from you? But see that my first. So I really wanted a red pickup truck. That was my my first brand new car. My other cars were like two hundred dollar cars that I used aluminum foil to help the connection, so it would start the engine. Mm-hmm. Um, or I used to put a bucket under the other one because the gas would drip out of the gas line, <laughs> and I'd get the gas and I'd pour it back in the. I'm a hick from Tennessee. I, I will say it. it. I love it. But um, my first, I wanted a red truck out in L.A., and um, there was this beautiful souped up truck. With the, with the extra cab and all this stuff. And I'm like, that's the one I want. And I said, I'm going to come back. And I came back, and it wasn't the same truck. And it was just, you know, I think it had three gears. And I'm like, that that's not the truck that you showed me. And they're like, yes, it is. And you signed a contract. And I'm like, so I called my grandparents who lived out in the desert. I'm like, I don't know what to do. They're going to steal my car, and it's not the car I want. So my grandparents drove out, and they – my gr- they started talking and it wasn't going anywhere. And my grandmother said, I'm going to be out in the car because the next thing is going to be happening is we're going to be calling our lawyers. And she's like, and I'm done with this shit. And she walks out and my grandfather's like, uh, you're going to have to deal with that woman. You better work. So they they eventually worked something out. I still got the lesser car, but they dropped the price like five it, or six It was 000. a totally different car. But it was does, a different truck. It, does the VIN match on the paperwork? Because that's fraud because they showed you one car. Oh, you think I was bright enough at that time? To look no, at the VIN. I, I, I was excited many, I had a red pickup truck. How many times did they pull that trick? Hey, take a look at this. Sign here. <laughs> Sign here. Come pick it up tomorrow. And then you show up and you're like, I feel like it's a different. No, that's a, it's like the Jedi mind force. Yeah. That's the same car. It's you're the looking. same car. I'm like, I thought the other one was green. It had it's wheels. So weird. What? It's so weird. What? Now, what thank are, God, my parent, my grandparents. And so, well, th- I, think, I think people prey on the young. Not so much anymore. I think, yeah. I mean, the kids today, they know more than we do. They do. And so maybe, I mean, that's, I always rail against the internet. Of yeah. how it's destroying society, but in a way that has helped. It's armed us with but information. It's armed us with information in the way that it helps people uh, stop fraud in that department. Right. But it's also given everyone else who who commits fraud a way to commit fraud to instead of just some hick in Tennessee to right. everyone on earth right. simultaneously. Exactly. So maybe it's still a it's a horrible invention. Well, no. The th- well, the thing about that is, then you never like if you go in and re- read reviews of certain people or certain services. Sure. It was the most amazing, da, 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 and you know, it's the same person that wrote the last twelve of reviews. Of you're like, no, but it's it says it's a great, it's great. Yeah, you know, it's a lot of yeah. I mean, it's crazy, but the amount of-, of information now is is nuts. But I also think you reach a certain age where you you finally get comfortable. I talked to my you know. My brother-in-law is way younger. He was in the military, and I, I was in the military. And so he, he was talking about buying cars. And, and at the car dealerships outside of a military base, it, it's, like, it's like a spider's web just waiting for that oh, yeah. 18-year-old kid who's never been out of Georgia, who's in San Diego, and they're like, look at you. Man, that truck would look good on you, wouldn't you it? Drive a Dodge. Yeah. I don't Dodge. worry about it. Trust me, I'm gonna take I'm gonna take care of you. And so they you know, they it's only but, this per month for for two thousand eight hundred and seventy five months. But and then by the same token though, when those guys get relocated, those trucks sell for like a third of the price. They like out in twenty nine palms, that's when I want to go buy a truck, go to twenty nine palms because those guys are getting relocated and now they've bought this brand new souped up truck. Actually, that's genius. And that's that, genius. Yes. I'm that should be you. a bob hack. That's a that's a sneaky. The other thing, if you want to buy like a luxury car, go to Palm Springs because all the retirees like to have a new car every year, and they've got like eight miles yeah. on them. So 
<laughs> that's luxury cars go to Palm Springs. If you want like a truck, go to Twenty Nine Palms. I so I fill up my gas tank in Studio City, right? And it's like eighty bucks. My Honda Odyssey. I drove up to San Luis Obispo for that comedy festival this past weekend. I stopped oh, yeah. in Buellton and filled up my truck. Uh, filled up the Odyssey, fifty dollars. Yeah. So it just makes me laugh when it's like, shouldn't everything just be the same? But but it's not. It goes it's where not. you live. If you live in Brantwood, they know you have money. Right. They don't care. So I would never. I try not to buy anything near where I live. No. Try to go out. No, I try and buy stuff. I drive. I buy stuff out in Riverside and Pomona and stuff like that. Barstow. Because, well, here's the thing: is when you tell them, like, well, I'm going to think about it. They know when I drive away, I'm probably not going to drive back. Yeah. So they want to try to work a deal at that point. Gotta buy. You know what I did for my Prius? This, this is actually a pretty good story, too. So I go to, I, when I was on My Boys, I bought a Prius yeah. right when they first came out and stuff. And so I went to this uh, dealership out in, like, Corona. It was far. It was out in the sticks. And so I go, and uh, I negotiate the whole thing. And the whole time I play it, like, I go, well, you know, I just want to get a Prius. I don't have any money, but I'm probably going to finance it or whatever. And so the guy says, lies light up, I guess. Oh, lights so, up. So he goes, I go, you guys, I, I said something like, uh, you guys can help me finance this thing, right? And he goes, oh, yeah, we could do that. Go through the whole day. We negotiate a price. We walk in. He goes, oh, let me take you to the finance department. I go sit down with the guy at the finance department, and he goes, well, here would you be? And I go, well, what would, what would it be if I just paid the whole thing off? And he goes, he took a break. He took a pause, and then he was like, oh, well, I mean, if you paid it off, it would be $24,000. And I go, okay. And I pulled out my checkbook, and I wrote a check for $24,562. And I, I slid it over, and the guy was like, he was like, what? What just happened? And I was like, thanks. See you later. And I walked, I drove away. It's hilarious. Yeah. After my first few paychecks on um, my boys, I just went and bought a car. But I bought like a, I bought a Prius. I, that, those Prius's hold their value. They it's do. insane. Yeah. So now, I you, love that car. You have a Prius now? No, my wife made me get rid of it because of the kids that we have the oh, Honda what? Odyssey. Oh, that was a Honda Odyssey. Which is actually kind of cool because the doors slide. So oh, can, so kids you love that. You park in a tight spot. Oh, you can okay. slide the door. The oh, nice. slide down and that then makes they can sense. jump in. It, it's actually. But you had that Prius a while. I had it forever, and I loved it. I loved it. I still want to go because we actually – this lease is up. I've been getting calls. The guy was like, you know, most people who have leases turn it in after two. They, they get a new <laughs> lease, and I go, yeah, I'm probably not going to do that. Our lease is up in November. I didn't want to lease it. It was one of those like my wife's parents were coming out, and she wanted to get a new Honda Odyssey before that. And I go, really? We're going to buy a car because your parents are here in two weeks, and we need well, a they six gotta seat. Well, they got to – yeah. We need a sense. sixth seat. And they'll be back. impressed. So I am I'm currently starting the process of looking for a car. So I actually the guy called and I talked to him for like an hour. And it turns out when you do I go up, I what if I just turn it in? He goes, well, I guess Honda charges you three hundred and fifty dollars to turn in the lease. Seriously. We had a deal that I would pay you this much per month for the car, and then they have a, it's a $350 turn-in fee. And, and they I got go, to process paperwork, and I, man. So I process, so for me to hand you the keys is 350 bucks. I don't think I can get away. I don't think I can get out of it. But I'm going to light them up that day, too. Oh, my God. Oh, I'm going to light Can't them up Can't wait to be there. Hard. Honda, here they come. Evisceration. Oh, my God. Well, we're going to have to end there. We're out of time, so uh, watch out, Honda. Um, you've been listening to Jamie Kaler and Bob Wheeler. This is Money You Should Ask. Check us out on social media. You can find Jamie Kaler under Jamie Kaler. Yeah, Jamie Kaler on uh, Instagram, Twitter, uh, Facebook, Jamie Kaler, J-A-M-I-E-K-A-L-E-R. And if you guys are parents and you want to come in and do the Dadlands group, come find the Dadlands on Facebook. 
and join the group if you're a dad and because uh, we have all kinds of we, we definitely try to help each other out because I'm yeah. probably the oldest guy in the group and I've, I've lived through pretty much I feel like I'm a Highlander at times you're a Highlander I've been around for about 300 years and if you're a mom it's going to be a decline decline but decline. You, can, you can do the dad lands the page and you can enjoy all the you can do a lot of stuff. Uh, content but, just not uh, behind the scenes but the behind the scenes the guys and honestly it is funny before you pull the trigger on something, research it. And then don't ever feel like you have to pull the trigger. I talk to people all the time. They go, oh, I got stuck in this thing. Don't get stuck. Don't get stuck. Have the courage to stand strong and go, I'm not doing it. And for one last time, spend less, less than, than you, you earn. earn. Till next time. Thanks. Thanks.